0: Joining us now, she is the winner of the Symmetra Tour Championship recently. Frida Knoll joins us. Frida, welcome into the golf hey, show. Frida. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Congratulations, first and foremost.
1: Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, they say one of the hardest things to do, not only to win a golf tournament, but sometimes when you have that big lead going into the final round, it's kind of tough to uh, – to, to figure out what you want to do. Do you keep your foot on the pedal? Do you play conservative? Uh, you know, how'd you kind of handle having a, you know, kind of a comfortable lead heading into the fourth round?
1: Uh, you know, yeah, it was kind of the first time for me uh, having a, I think it was a big stroke lead going into the last 18 holes. Uh, such a big lead I've never had before. So it was a new experience for me, but it was great fun. I, I try, tried to kind of think that it was another day coming up. Just, mm-hmm. Like this is just one round, nothing special. I tried to keep my processes and just think of the normal round, don't think of the leaderboard. Um, just trying to keep doing birdies and don't think about how many strokes was the lead with. And um, I didn't. I tried to not count the other uh, girls' scores and I just tried to play as good as possible, and not focus on that. And uh, it seems like it worked, worked yeah. pretty good.
0: Yeah, it did. It worked, it worked real well, actually. That's hard to do, and, I, and I'll just share this, Mark. I had a six-shot lead in my club championship one year, and that was the scariest round of golf that I've ever started playing because you really don't know, you know. No. Uh, and, and luckily, I made a couple birdies in the first six holes, and it kind of calmed me down, but ended up winning by nine. So... um yeah, that's not easy to do with a big lead like that. But at the same time, for you, you, had, you and Laura Warren were tied yeah. after two rounds. That's and right. I mean, you know, out of the gate, she went bogey bogey and you birdied uh, two of the first three holes. And suddenly you went from tied for the lead to four shot lead. So you kind of got a little taste of that on, uh, on the third round. Right.
1: Yeah, for sure. I like, as I said, I just kind of tried to not think of it in the big picture and kind of just narrow it down to one round. I always try to. I play small games against the course too, where I play six games in a round, so three hole stretches. Where I do, um, if I do bogey or I lose one hole, and if I do birdie, I win the hole. And then I do like short three hole matches. So I just kind of try to focus on those matches. And I had a little bet going on with my boyfriend. Like if I win <laughs> against the course, he had to do 250 uh, sit ups and 200 push ups. So. I guess
0: it got him strong, at least. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say he's he still he, talking to he, you. He's going to be worn out. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: gone now. <laughs> he's, gone. he's gone now. Uh, oh, well, and,
0: and not only do we both have the uh, the Swedish blood in our veins because my mom's entire family came from Sweden, but also I believe your dad had not too long ago had played golf in Florida with a friend of my dad's at Grand Haven down in Florida. So uh, we have a few connections, and and now. I believe your brother is a winner, and you are a winner professionally. Correct?
1: Yes, that's right. That's right.
0: So, Dad's got to be extremely proud of both of you. Uh, I'm sure there was some celebrating going on. Was was uh, is he over in Sweden, or is he uh, was he able to come see?
1: Uh, he was. He's actually in Spain now. He lives in Spain during half the year, uh, but. Obviously they had a little surprise for me with him on the phone straight after eighteenth grade. Nice. So I got to talk with him uh straight away after the last part which was which was great. And he's coming he caddied me a couple of weeks ago in Arizona and he's coming to watch at US Open. So no, we're we're a competitive golfing family. Um Mom caddy last week, she's not playing that much, but she can handle a golf course all right. Mm-hmm. And as you said, Marcus, my brother is on the European tour.
0: Uh, so yeah, very golfing family. Frida, what's what is the secret behind Swedish golf? It just seems like Sweden always has really good players. I mean, and I'm thinking about Henrik Stenson and, and those kind of people. But I mean, all the way f- for a long way back, is it? Do they teach it differently in Sweden than they might in the Or is the there just States? something in the water? Or, well, no, it's not <laughs> it's, it something in the, the water. Winter
1: that we in the we don't play for six months. <laughs> <I> Maybe <mean, laughs> that's <laughs> what it is. You're, you're just
0: ready to go for some six, six months and we it just, is good, right? We yeah. just
1: take some rest to, to get in there. No, I don't know. I mean, uh, generally, I think most people, like in Sweden, a lot of people do different sports mm-hmm. for kind of a long time. Like growing up, I did different sports until I was like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like... You learn from other sports that you can bring into golf as well, like mentally and stuff like that too. And uh, we don't—I mean, we have bad weather for like six months at least, and it's cold, and (laughs) facilities are not as good. The average green green speed in Sweden is probably like eight, nine in summertime. So it's like the looking at it from the outside, it looks like we're not going to have a lot of good golfers, but apparently. Uh, looking at rankings and stuff like that, we uh, kind of have some good out there, which is, um, I don't know how, but somehow we, yeah. we managed to make it.
0: Again, we're talking with the uh, most recent winner on the Symmetra Tour, Frida Knolt. And uh, Frida, you know, obviously things are a little different this year. Normally there are more players that get their card. This year, only five graduates from the Symmetra Tour, of which you are one of those. What have you gotten a sense? What's going to be the status of those cards? Um, and is it going to be a, a a thing where you're probably maybe bouncing back and forth between the LPGA tour and the Symmetra tour?
1: Yes, that's what kind of what I've understood it like. It's not like a it's not the same category as the normal uh, ten cards are, but they they at least had gave us five this year. But it's a little the category is a little lower. Um, it might be around, I, I don't have the numbers correctly, but might be around like five, seven starts. I don't know. But then also, if you play good on those, you can get into the reshuffle, get into more events. Um, and if you get invites, you obviously can have a lot of more events. But yeah, it's it looks like it might be some bouncing back and forth forward between the two tours. And then for myself, it might be better to give myself a great opportunity to play through this Metro Tour and get into the top 10 next year to get a full card on the LPGA 2022. Uh, But I think we'll see more in December with uh, the schedule coming up and more information about my category and my status to see um, whether I'll get into little more LPGA's where I can actually give myself a chance out there or if I should back down, actually do like an year on the Symmetra Tour and give myself a greater uh, chance and opportunity. It it all, I guess time will tell more, too. Sure. Um.
0: Yeah, and, you know, so the other thing, too, is uh, obviously this was your rookie season on the Symmetra Tour. And, you know, obviously Maddie brought it up. I mean, uh, you know, you have Annika Sorenstam, you have uh, Anna Nordqvist, uh, you have uh, Pernilla that's one. And, um, and Danny Holmquist is a graduate of the uh, of the Symmetra Tour. I actually played with her several years ago in the Pro-Am um, at the Symmetra Classic oh, yeah. in Charlotte. So have you had a chance to obviously talk to any of them or will you seek them out to talk to them about their experiences on the LPGA Tour and kind of get yourself prepared?
1: Uh, I think I've talked to all the ones you mentioned there. Uh, had a little more conversation with uh, Madeline Seigstrom as well. And I yeah. when I played in the... A&A, uh inspiration last year. I uh, had a couple of dinners with Pernilla and talking about life on tour and uh, what to expect when I come out there because that was before my rookie season here. So, no, they've been super friendly and helpful, um, kind of like learning from their experiences too, which is great. Uh, there's always a connection when you have different tweets around. So, it's going to be fun to see them at Youth Open as well and um, talk a little bit about the future.
0: Yeah, obviously, in the U.S. Open, uh, that's going to be quite an experience. Um, I actually just got a my virtual credentials today for the U.S. Women's Open, so that'll be exciting. I'll, I'll get to hop into some interviews and, and do all that stuff. But, um, you know, the good news is that uh, growing up in Sweden, hopefully you'll be prepared because I have this feeling that Houston is going to be just unbelievably um, diverse in weather during the U S women's open four different days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could literally have like, you know, winter, spring, summer, and fall in in the four days of the golf tournament.
1: Yeah. That's, I think that's pretty fun. Like I've always tried to go by don't expect anything, but be prepared for everything. And that's kind of it right there.
0: Yeah. So when you talk about, you know, uh, uh, this year, what did you learn about professional golf and playing on the Symmetra tour? And obviously winning, but you had a couple of other good uh, good finishes as well. What What did you learn that you think that you can take into um, the next level of your professional career?
1: Oh, there's a lot. I mean, it's still golf, and it's still still my same clubs and bowl, but uh, just mentally to be playing, uh, you get to actually play for a purse, and uh, it's, yeah, a little bit for your living as well, and stuff like that, and then kind of like coming from college golf where your whole team is like sharing you on and wanting you to play great, like out there, everybody wants to play great themselves. And, um, it's another like mentality, probably going into a round of golf there. And then at the very end, it's every shot matters. Like I missed one cut this year and it was by one stroke. And I feel like I can go back there and get like those two rounds, probably like 10 shots. I can easily make better. Mm -hmm. Like, Every shot matters, and at the very end, now uh, we saw at the Symmetra tour they really have to count. They really had to count every dollar to get the top five. So, you know, every shot matters. Uh, even though, like in Pinehurst, I started with a nine on uh, the first round, but managed to get back to top fifteen. So, like, just focus one shot at a time. Uh, and in in the very end, it's probably that one shot that's uh, the big one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at your stats from the Symmetra Tour, and the one that obviously jumps out at me is the one that you were number one in, which is putts per green and regulation at 1.77. Yeah. So obviously you were rolling the rock pretty well. Um, you know, driving distance, uh, you were 33rd. Driving accuracy, you were 70. It It really seems like in women's golf that there's almost two methodologies for me that I see. You see... Somebody like uh, Lexi Thompson getting up there and just ripping it and going and finding it and hitting it again. And then you find some others that are really the fairway finders that don't have anywhere near the distance, but all day long, they're hitting from the middle of the fairway, they're hitting greens, and they're making putts. And that's kind of the two philosophies. Do you, obviously you were 33rd in distance and 70th in accuracy. Are you kind of somewhere in between?
1: (laughs) Probably sounds like that. Hmm. Well, I haven't seen those numbers yet, but that I need to work on my accuracy, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say I'm pr- pretty average in distance, uh, not the furthest, not the shortest out there. Uh, but I don't see my distance as a problem. But earlier on this year, we were actually talking to my family and with my dad as a coach too. Like I, I really need to find more fairways to give myself better opportunities to hit the greens and be inside 20 feet for birdie and don't give myself those... 60-footers that you two-putt almost every time to make, uh, or whatever, 60-40 probably, <laughs> to make pars all the time. You have to give yourself uh, birdie mm-hmm. chances. And then once the putter is hot, it's it's going to be a great week. So um, but I'm happy with that putting set. That was fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, it was interesting. A couple of years ago when Brooks Kepka was winning all his major championships before the knee injury, I saw I did see a stat that that by far and away he was having more birdie attempts of the twenty foot and inside range by, than anybody else in the field. And that's that so your dad is definitely on to something there. If you can give yourself yeah. mm-hmm. more looks at twenty feet for birdie than the rest of the field, you're gonna be in business, especially with as good of a putter that you look to be.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's on the green where it's kind of happening at the end, like we all can even if you hit the driver 220 or 290s have a chance to hit the green. And, all, like, usually those 220 drivers are pretty good with their hybrids and probably the longest one have problems with their wedges. At the end, it's almost like you have – it's just that approach shot that has to be close enough for you to make birdies. And this last week in uh, Davidson, I had a really – my game plan was really to go for every pin and attack every pin. And it might give myself a couple short-sighted, hard – uh, wants to save parts that may en- may end up with uh, bogus, but it it's also going to give me those birdie chances that we're talking about. So maybe that's a strategy I'll I'll keep keep on going with.
0: Well, good luck to you. I just followed you on Twitter, and uh, I'll okay. let it go that you're a Florida State alum because I'm from Clemson. But the Swedish will override <laughs> that, so we'll let that go. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's perfect. Swedish background <laughs> just trumps it all. No pun
0: intended on that. Well. Well, good luck to you uh, in your adventures in 2021. We'll be watching. And you know what? Go win a couple more golf tournaments. We'll have you right back on the air.
1: That's perfect. That sounds like a plan to me.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Frida.
1: Thank you. Have a good one.
0: You too. Bye.